Welcome to 5x5 Crypto. Each week, we cover the so what of five crypto developments in about five minutes. My name is Afo, and I'm interested in crypto. Like and subscribe on Substack, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. I think you'll enjoy this week's episode. Let's go. Happy New Year. Echo Odun, Bonani, Feliz Año Nuevo. Those are all the languages I know, okay? Happy New Year. So I actually started writing this edition two weeks ago, but then I became unwell and then I kind of paused. Thankfully, I'm feeling much better now. I hope 2022 brings more joy, growth, and good health to you. But please stay safe out there. Steve Jobs unveiled the first iPhone 15 years ago. And back then, Steve Ballmer, who was the CEO of Microsoft, famously laughed at the what was then called the most expensive phone in the world. It was selling for $500 a pop. Now, Balma said the iPhone would not take off because business customers needed a keyboard and the iPhone didn't have one. Back then, the Wall Street Journal, Bloomberg, USA Today, The Guardian in the UK, and even an iPod engineer, they all joined in the collective bashing of the iPhone's prospects. Well, flash forward 15 years, and today, over 2 billion iPhones have been sold. Recently, Apple became the first company to be worth over $3 trillion. That's crazy. So what's my point here? Technology adoption can be so difficult to predict. Experts are often wrong. Many of us are wired to reach for negative news or for the naysayers. But then guess what? Technology takes off much faster and in ways we didn't expect. This all brings me to the metaverse. Now, the metaverse has featured in sci-fi novels since the 70s, but it surged to the popular lexicon late last year when Facebook rebranded itself as Meta. Now, this isn't just a PR stunt. Mark Zuckerberg announced that Meta will be investing billions of dollars and hiring 10,000 people to build Facebook's metaverse dreams. Yesterday, my wife and I were just chatting about the metaverse and she described it as the internet in 3D. Now, I don't know if this is an original thought, but I really like the way it sounds. It's certainly easier than saying this. The metaverse refers to a virtual space that is shared by different worlds, created by a combination of augmented reality, virtually enhanced physical reality, and the internet. So, long story short, I took the plunge and I went to two New Year Eve parties in Decentralized Metaverse platform. After all, experience is the best teacher. Here are my initial thoughts. So here are the pros. There are three pros, self-expression, activity, and new world. So self-expression, it was really cool designing my own avatar and navigating the virtual world. Like you could completely reinvent yourself. I can see why fashion brands are heading over to the metaverse because people want to dress to impress in real life and in the metaverse. Now activity, I got to tour an NFT museum. That was kind of cool. But what was more fun was driving a car on a racetrack. I even climbed to the top of a couple tall buildings to survey the view and I danced with a bunch of strangers. Now, there is a ton of potential for even more activities and more fun. Personally, I think it'd be really cool to go to a theme park in Metaverse. But obviously, for that to be really immersive, I need to invest in some more hardware um, to get the full experience. Three, new world. 
So for me, I started seeing the potential for new ways of gathering. Like my siblings are spread out between San Diego and London. I'm obviously in Texas. And we have monthly marathon Zoom calls to catch up. But perhaps one day we will have like our family reunions in a virtual replica of my parents' house in Lagos. You know, that could be interesting. So here are the cons for me. There were three cons. I felt it was overhyped, no connections and glitches. So overhyped. I felt a little let down. Like there's been so much hype about the metaverse. I wanted to be blown away and I wasn't. Now I'm also admittedly, you know, new to the scene. So maybe there's a bit of user error, but still, you know, I'm definitely open to the fact that, you know, there could be a lot more to this, you know? And one thing I always like to say is like, if an eight year old plays like a masterpiece, like the symphony number 40 poorly, that does not mean Mozart is any bit less of a genius. So with that in mind, I'm definitely going to spend more time in metaverse. Let me know if you have any tips for me to keep in mind. No connections. So how do you make friends in the metaverse? Like I was strolling around by myself. I danced in groups with strangers, but I didn't make a single connection. Maybe it wasn't a time or place. Maybe it's just me. Am I missing something? I also found a tracker to, to count the number of people in Decentraland at any given point in time. And at the time of writing this, you know, edition, there were 2,331 people in Decentraland. That's not a lot of people, actually. So three glitches. Now, the user experience was a bit glitchy. It froze a couple times. I had some trouble toggling between different views. The experience reminded me how early we are, you know? And guess what? Most metaverse platforms are not even accessible on cell phones yet. So we have a long way to go. Takeaway, I don't think we're on the cusp of mass metaverse adoption. That's gonna take years. I do think the technology is part of our future, but the user experience needs to improve. We need to have access on mobile phones, maybe even more hardware like headsets. I'd love to see the product roadmap for some of these metaverse platforms. I'm going to explore other decentralized platforms beyond just Decentraland. I'm also really curious to see what Meta has cooking. Like Facebook obviously cracked the code on social media. So can Meta do the same for the metaverse? So what's a guy to do if you spot an opportunity that isn't quite ready for prime time? What do you do? You invest. Look, I'm clearly not alone here, but how should one invest? Now, this really depends on your risk tolerance, your conviction, and your goals. Now, I don't offer any financial advice, so please do your own research. I'm simply sharing my current thoughts. What are yours? Future fund. So my goal is to build an investor position around the metaverse theme. Like I'm looking to hold for like five plus years during which I hope it offers some handsome returns. And I will achieve this by dollar cost averaging. So small weekly purchases and I'm making more significant opportunistic investments as they come up. So here's what I'm thinking. Number one, equities. You know, for as much as I talk about crypto, stocks are still the foundation of my investment strategy. I primarily buy ETFs, which are like baskets of stocks instead of shares of individual companies. Roundhill Ball launched a metaverse ETF in 2021. And this ETF is made up of established tech companies that are investing in the space. So it will have names recognized like NVIDIA for gaming chips, Meta, social media, Roblox, gaming, Microsoft, diversified tech. 
These companies make up 30% of this Meta ETF holding. And then other recognizable names like Apple, Amazon, and Snap are also part of the crew. So honestly, <clears throat> oh gosh, still a little sick. But honestly, it feels like a pretty safe tech bet, unlikely to cause a lot of heartburn. So I don't really feel bad about this. I feel it's actually a pretty good thing to do, right? Um, maybe conservative, but I think it's relatively quote-unquote safe. The key thing here is just watch out for the 0.75% fees. Ouch. You know, and I also expect there'll be more metaverse-focused ETFs launching this year, so keep your eye out for, the, for more. Number two, crypto. So when Facebook made their fateful announcement, it sent the price of metaverse-related crypto soaring sky-high. Now, for reference, decentralized metaverse platforms like Decentraland have their own cryptocurrencies. You need these cryptocurrencies to buy land, to buy products, to consume services, and just engage in the metaverse. Now, the central land's crypto is called Mana. Sandbox is called Sand. Token. Um, Axie Infinity is called Axies. Full disclaimer, I actually hold some Mana and Axie already. Now, I see two categories of metaverse cryptos. We have the established versus the newbie. So the established cryptos include more well-known products like Decentraland, Sandbox, and Axie Infinity, which have already attracted some following. Um, now these are like less risky with higher chance of money returns. Whereas the newbie cryptos like Solis are associated with untested or unproven projects. They're more recently launched like within the last couple weeks, months. Um, and they are more risky, but you might have a higher chance of outsized returns. So do your own research to find and vet these projects, but something for you to consider doing. The third thing is land. Look, someone spent 450k to buy land next to Snoop Dogg's virtual house. A part of me is recoiling from the sticker shock at some of the prices I've seen. Now, but obviously, not all land is created equal. I'd also like to be Snoop Dogg's neighbor, but I don't have 450k to spend on land in the metaverse, so... That's not happening right now. I'm so far have stayed away from this. I've looked at some, you know, properties in the metaverse, but I still don't feel sufficiently knowledgeable to go ahead with this investment yet. And honestly, in the ideal scenario, I'd actually like to own land across a couple different platforms. That way this reduces my exposure if I don't pick one that ends up surviving and thriving. Let's see how this plays out though. So let's jump into the news. Number one. Walmart goes crypto. <clears throat> Number one, Walmart goes crypto metaverse. The stampede of brick and mortar businesses diving into metaverse just got a whole lot louder. Walmart, America's largest retailer, is reportedly launching a cryptocurrency, a collection of NFTs, and a metaverse project. Look, I actually found a tweet which reportedly shows how Walmart envisions envisioned metaverse shopping. I really appreciate that they are aiming to keep up with evolving technology. Like it reminds me of the early days of the internet when we initially copied and pasted our analog activities onto the web. But then over time, the internet native activities and behaviors emerged. So I think we're still early. Nice to see you Walmart. I like the spirit. Number two, Arkansas offering $10,000 in Bitcoin to remote tech workers. It looks like the state of Arkansas has been inspired by its favorite daughter, Walmart, 
Arkansas is now offering remote tech workers $10,000 in Bitcoin if you relocate there. The Walton family have also invested billions of dollars and elevated the arts and parks near the headquarters. Actually, a couple of my friends have been out to Arkansas and they had a wonderful time. Great tales of fun and adventure across the lakes and hills and hikes and parks. So get this, over 35,000 people have already applied to move to Arkansas. Who knew? This is fascinating to me. Number three, Ancient Warrior Empire NFTs. So Ancient Warriors is a new NFT collection of 4,444 warriors hailing from some of the greatest African and Latin American empires in history. Now, the decentralized empire represents the might of the Aztecs, the Zulu, the Incas, and Benin kingdoms. The underlying goal of this project is to help onboard people of African and Latin American descent into a 3.0 by celebrating their cultural history. This product goes live on Monday, Jan 17th. I'm actually looking to perhaps invest in this. Um, each NFT is expected to sell for 0.5 ETH and minting, is, minting fees is just 0.05 ETH. So check it out. You know, I think it's something I could actually relate to. So this is pretty cool. Number four, Rio de Janeiro goes crypto. The mayor of Rio de Janeiro kicked off the year by announcing that the Brazilian city would be investing 1% of its treasury in crypto. Like this move is not in isolation. Obviously Miami, New York, but guess what? Also in Rio, city government in Rio is actually also looking to receiving tax payments in Bitcoin, as well as offering discounts to citizens who pay their taxes in Bitcoin. That would actually be pretty cool. Who doesn't want lower taxes? So all of this is in a ploy to help position Rio as a leading center for crypto. So good on you, lucky people who are doing that. Number five, banks launching stablecoin. So last year, um, the president's US president's working group on financial markets issued a report on stablecoins. And one of the things they recommended was that Congress require stablecoins issuers to be depository insured companies, many of which are banks. Now, none of the leading stablecoins today meet this qualification. So a consortium of US banks are launching a stablecoin. Now, this stablecoin would be programmed for use in wallets, which have been KYC. That is, they've done the anti-money laundering, know your customer background checks already on those accounts. I think this is an exciting development. However, the FDIC has not yet confirmed whether these bank-issued stablecoins would be insured up to $250,000 like regular bank accounts are. Now, I've been thinking a lot about the DeFi wallet, which is essentially you have a fintech experience on the front end, but decentralized finance on the back end. And I think this bank issue stablecoin could be a significant enabler of this. So let's stay tuned. Happy to like continue to watch this development. That's all I have for you this week. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead. Odabo.